Welcome to the Black Cast. Yes, we're back again. Tag team back again. Yeah. Double dragon. Twin dragon. Is that what this is? is yes. This? You're in red and I'm in blue. And if we like punch our hands together, we'd get our twin dragon powers. See, no one saw it, but we did it for yeah. real. And, there, and you know, I could go back and I could add a sound effect. You know, basically what they do, the, the foley that they would do in old movies, if they wanted to sound like a punch, they would basically take two steaks, raw steaks, and hit them together and that would make the sound. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, go out, buy a couple of steaks, Will will pay you back, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll wait, <laughs> and then when you get back, we're going to hit them together, and that's how we'll get the sound. It's funny that you say that, because I had a project once in college where I was just doing sound design for a trailer. I took the trailer for The Wrestler, that Aronofsky film. Oh, yeah, sure. And then I took all the sound out, and I had to like find the sound design and re-record the lines and everything for it, and there's a specific scene where he like slaps a bag of meat, and I remember like trying to like recreate the sound. What did like, you do to try to recreate? I slapped a thing of meat. Like I bought, a, I bought like a pound of hamburger and just whap. Well, we're only a couple of minutes in, and you've already given me a title for the episode. I slapped a bag of meat. <laughs> or no, Captain EO slapped a bag of meat. I don't want people mm-hmm. to think I did it. They can think that nope, you nope. did. No, no, I'm watching you slap that bag of meat <laughs> no, right now. No, no, no. I'm. I, there, you can't see through this desk. Although actually, it's a little. It's a little uh, off white. Uh, anyway, did I give all of our Twitter stuff? I don't think I did. This Not is yet. important. Very important stuff. At Christian DMZ on the Twitter, the Instagram. At Jeff Duray, the Twitter, the Instagram. Will Sterling, what the fuck? Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Will Sterling at not present yeah. on nowhere dot no non. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like that. No. Uh, there, there's a chance that we might hear him later in this episode. But we're here starting, and um, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking high, I'm looking low, and you know what I don't see? Agent Starling. If it's too bad it wasn't me gone, because Captain EO would have rhymed there. I know. Actually, that would have been perfect. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, he's, he's too big for us. He's all about the motivation report right now. And you know what? I like the kid so much. At Motivate Report. See, I'm, I'm plugging his podcast when he's wow. not here. That's yeah. generosity. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to you know butter him up you're like please come back please come back we miss we need, you we need that ross audience because <laughs> we know that there's some overlap there's there. definite overlap but only when he's on you know mm-hmm. they're like people who heard like oh will's not in this one or i, I think they call him i think he, uh, ross calls him willie Willie. yeah and i think oh, he's, like, he's like willie's not on over there yeah because when i met ross when he was on the tomorrow show we're talking about ross matthews he uh, does a podcast for podcast one that uh, Will produces, which they film here at AfterBuzz TV, and he was on the Tomorrow Show, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm friends with uh, Will Sterling, your producer." He's like, "Oh, Willie, he's the best," and I was like, hmm, "Willie, okay, good to know, <laughs> good to know, Willie, good to know. Eh? Let me let me file that away." So, uh, at least he's not Lil Willie. Oh no, no, but he's he's Lil Willie Stylin' is what he's doing. <laughs> Lil Willie Stylin'. Lil Willie Stylin'. Yeah, that's how, that's how he rolls. Now we were recently. Possibly last week, possibly a couple weeks ago, possibly five minutes ago. We were having a conversation with our friend Carl from New Hampshire, and you were uh, in the studio with me way back then. Mm. And there was a conversation about, you know, some do's and don'ts that I've learned in my life, things that I chose not to do around the birth of my son uh, at at my wedding. And I'm not going to delve into personally. However, Black Cast audience has sort of been along for the entire ride of your relationship with Agent Romanoff, and you guys recently just hit the one-year mark. Yes, this and is you're true. living together. Yeah, and 
you're going you're going to Mexico together, right? You're not going yeah. with some other broad. <laughs> that would have been a really embarrassing yeah, way for her to find out. And yeah, it's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why we're going to Mexico. So uh, I I can say finito. <laughs> Adios. Adios. So, uh, just in general terms, it's got to be going good, right? Yeah. She's delightful. We've had her on the Blackcast. I've also met her. You know, all of our interactions do not happen on the Blackcast. However, there are a lot of times that I, I save things. There's, like, things I want to tell Will about, but I'm like, I got to tell him, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to save it. It's, it's good for the air. Uh, but and we've hung out. Outside of that is my point. So it's not like we bo- we only hung out that one time that she was on on the Blackcast after we saw X Men Black Apocalypse or mm-hmm. was it just ap- Apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, even that was a long time ago. If you think about it, that was in May. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. But I've seen her a few times. You know, we, we we'll cross paths. Usually she'll be picking you up after a uh, great tribute band mm-hmm. or sometimes at a mediocre tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, you know, a tribute band that's great except for its drummer. No names. No names. No names. No names. No names. But uh, so is is it safe to say it's going well? Yeah, every, I'd, I'd say everything's going well. I'd say um, I think it's like how most relationships go in terms of uh, you just, we're just kind of both at a point where more specifically I'm at a point right now where I'm just like I, I don't have a lot of shit going on. So it it kind of gets into everything so there's nothing like exciting about the relationship necessarily where i'm like oh yeah things are like we're really doing a lot of sitting on the couch all the time and but at the same time it's like i'm not unhappy with any of it and like i i don't know i feel like it's a it's it's one of those we're in one of those weird places where when people ask me i'm just like yeah everything's good and it's like well what's going on I don't know. We're, I don't know. It, it, we're it, together. We've been together a year, and it, now I keep living. It continues to be not bad. Yeah. So, so that's that's how it's good. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that because, as I said, she's delightful. Good people, and I think it's important to have good people in your life. We have had some mutual friends who have had girls slash women in their lives who are not good influences for them. And I'm not going to name Liev because I think that that would embarrass him. And I, I don't think that that's something that he likes. He does not like to ever be embarrassed or thought poorly of, you know, so I won't say, you know, anything about who it is. And, you know, you see somebody and you're just like, oh, everything is good in their life. Oh, except for yikes, <laughs> you know, and then you just have to move on from that. But you, I think that uh, it's it's a good thing to have. And she seems super chill in the way where if if you're going to play video games or read 40 issues of X-Men she's like whatever mm-hmm. you know she lets me do me and and I never have to feel guilty for doing the things I want to do and that's something that I found I really was looking for in a relationship and so I'm really happy but I'm also the type of person where not having a lot to do during my days gets me very antsy. So then I get like nitpicky and then I give her shit over like little <laughs> things all day. So then I feel bad. Like, like I'm just like making her think that she's terrible. Cause I'm oh, like, no, yeah. cause I'm home all day. So I'm like, why did you leave this spoon here? And it's like, I left one spoon somewhere. I'm like, and <laughs> yeah. explanation, please. Yeah. That's one spoon too many, <laughs> missy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because look, I even, when I uh, was working every day, I also had a lot of time at home, and my wife would be at work for a much longer time. You know, I, I had a lot of this is before the baby, and you just you notice things. And one of the things that I would notice is that I was home all day, and I, I really uh, didn't clean well. <laughs> so I was just like, 
I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I was like, oh, that thing that bothers me. And, you know, again, my wife listens to the podcast. There's nothing major. Like, I can't even think of things like that. But whenever something like that would happen, you know, the, okay, here, I, I did think of one. It's like, oh, okay, so there's no replacement rolls of toilet paper or, oh, my God, the trash in the kitchen is so full. Like, I don't even know if I can get it out to take, you know, little things like that. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, yeah, there's those 90 things that I didn't do. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. I'm just I'm just gonna put more I'm gonna put more toilet paper paper in the bathroom. I'm gonna take the trash out, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go do the fucking laundry like a man. Yeah. And uh, but here's how I show her, I don't fold hers. <laughs> I've done that. I fold mine, too. but uh, hers goes in a basket. It's funny that you said that un- though. Unless it's like a delicate like sweater or something where I feel yeah. like it would be bad, so then I fold. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I've been doing the laundry for us a bunch, yeah. especially because I've been staying at my friends' places to watch their pets, and they both happen to have uh, washing machines there. Yeah. So it turned into doing like a month's worth of laundry all at once, <laughs> and then I'm folding both of our shit, and it's all fucking day. And then uh, like she gets she gets home, and it's like all there, and it just like her shit just stays on the bed. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I spent all day doing this. You can't just put your shit away. Well, I. See, I'll put it in a laundry basket, and it sort of uh, took on an affectionate term that uh, her her clothes would be would be clothes mountain, mm-hmm. and just because. But see, here's the thing: it would all be in there, mm-hmm. and if she needed it, she was, she would just get it out of the basket, see, which I get. Great. And this was this was a, a couple jobs ago where you know she was not home and awake for very long. You know, she would get home late, and the, you know we might we might talk a little bit, and. You know, one of us would fall asleep while we were talking. Sometimes we'd fall asleep during dinner, you know, that sort of thing. And, I, you know, I would uh, do my part to uh, be the domesticated homemaker, but I, I'm not that good at it. So, you know, I, there's a lot of not intentionally half-assed things. You know, like in a previous podcast, I was telling the story about uh, my, my poor little son Felix was sick and I, I cleaned it up. But, you know, I, I didn't try not to do a good job, but I just know me. You know, I'm like, I'm like, well, that's got to be clean now, right? And it wasn't. You know, she had she had to go in as the the cleanup team to do damage control. You know, I didn't wear a hazmat suit. That was probably the mistake. You know, I didn't take the threat seriously. I didn't run the black light over it afterwards, CSI style, and go like, oh my god. So here's the thing. Yeah, I. This is what I like about the podcast. I had no intentions of uh, of telling uh, stories about the domesticated life that uh, that I led. I was going to say lead, but I don't anymore. Now it's different. Actually, I do a shit ton more laundry now because uh, Felix laundry, and it's it's so small. But you're like, well, fuck, that takes up a lot of room. <laughs> I don't know how his clothes take up so much, and probably because he's got so many goddamn clothes, mm. and he's so adorable in them, you know. And then you're like, oh. The long, sleeve, the long sleeve Star Wars shirt is dirty. Why is that? Oh, because I didn't wash it. So, you know, I like to try and stay on top of it. I try. I like to try and, uh, you know, I like to try and run a tight ship, but uh, it's a lot more difficult. And, um, you know, as uh, we we talked about recently on a, on a podcast, uh, I think you, Will, and I talked about the fact that, you know, I've, I've started uh, going to a job and being in an office all day. Uh, for, you know, it's a, as I said that time, it was like a mile and a half away from my house, which is very traumatic to have to go so far. But as I said, then I hadn't had to be in an office longer than I wanted to, uh, in, in, in 10 years, actually a little bit more now because the Dennis Miller show, I was the boss. 
the actual bosses, the bosses' bosses were in D.C. The real boss was up at his house, you know, by the barn, you know, where he lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if if I, my goal was to get home by noon every day, well, at least when the show ended at 10, and, and I did as well, at least before we started the black cast, then that just ruined my whole, my whole plan. And, you know, I'd work from home. It's not like I blew off the rest of the day, but I didn't have to be in the office anymore. I was like, well, now, and it's like you're an employee on a project and you're working on something. You're going to be in that office a long time. What I'm trying to say is I feel for people who have jobs that they have to go to and stay there. And there's no napping during the day. The laundry's gone to shit. So I kind of long for the days where maybe the trash bag hasn't been taken out and, you know, the toilet paper roll is, you know like four feet from where it should be. This is really not something to complain about, you know? So I don't know. I enjoy the time, I guess is what I'm saying, you know, because you never know when it's going to be ruined by a job. That's going to make you go to it. (sighs) Those are the worst kind of jobs. The ones you have to go to, because I've sort of consulted and worked part time on a few things where I got to work from home and I'm not using air quotes, but you know, I'm kind of winking now. So that means that, you know, Part-time means, like, really part-time, you know? But that's all right. Anyway, so I'm glad you're happy with Natasha. <laughs> now, you were talking about something that it, it's, it reminded me there's, there's a phrase out there that my lack of comprehension of it shows how old I am. And uh, nothing I like better than talking about on the podcast of things that remind me how old I am. And so you were talking about you guys hanging out on the couch. And... To me, I heard this phrase, oh, we're going to just stay in and Netflix and chill. Now, to me, that means you watch Netflix and you hang out and you relax and you watch the shows on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That is apparently not what that means. Well, Netflix and chill as slang, yeah. like when you're talking... So there's two types of Netflix and chill yeah, in my the, mind. There's a good kind that I'm thinking yeah. of. There's, there's one that's dirty that I... A couple I'm, Netflix and chill where yeah. you're actually watching Netflix and hanging out. Yeah. And then there's dating Netflix or, and chill or just like seeing each it's other. It's more of Netflix like a booty call Netflix yeah. and chill where That's it's what it like it, you feel better about yourself if at two in the morning you get a Netflix and chill and you're like, yes, it's, I will definitely Netflix and chill. Let's watch Stranger Things and by Stranger Things, I'm going to show you my Stranger Thing. We've just taken Again, all no the bell. context out of when what always it, what it always used to be uh, like in those few years that I had to deal with this before Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess actually Netflix was a thing in, when I was in college, so it was never really much of a thing no but it was more the dvds at that point but right? yeah, yeah but even so like even when netflix was a, a regular streaming service you'd still invite a girl over to watch a dvd or a movie yeah. something right you're like hey do you want to come watch a movie you know but when, now when, instead of just saying watch a movie you just say netflix when i was in college it was all about the movies i had on tape mm-hmm. i had some I had, I had a bunch of good tapes i had one tape with the entire star wars trilogy on it you know because there was only three movies back then if you if you're a guy. But I mean, no girl ever came over to my room because she wanted to watch the Star Wars trilogy on one tape. But mm-hmm. I, I thought that that would work. Having Airplane and Airplane 2 on one tape, that did actually work. So there you go. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what they'd be expecting us to do. But anyway, back to your point. Uh, I was just going to say Zoolander was like, that's the easiest go-to for like the longest time. Just to be like, oh, you want to go watch Zoolander? And girls were just like, yeah. Because they all oh. loved Zoolander, you know, it's and it was funny like easy enough, and we've all seen it enough times. Because this will betray the timeline, but it, it's a long time ago, long before I met my wife. Uh, I was invited over to uh, a young lady's abode because she wanted to know if I wanted to watch Austin Powers. And it was on 
the movie, but it was also, you know, on in the bedroom mm-hmm. because that's where the TV was. And I, I thought we were going to watch the movie because it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I don't have that tape. Let's let's watch Austin Powers. It's very funny. Oh, I've I love that, that movie. Yeah. And uh, I so I was Netflix and chilled when I was a, a single guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't I didn't complain. I'm not complaining now. You know, I, it's just I guess I just didn't know. I thought that if you invite somebody to watch something that they wanted to watch something. You know, I've had that happen where I literally wanted to watch the movie and was like, yeah, uh, yeah, like, please, yeah, please. Did you get off me? <laughs> um, I, funny enough, this reminded me of just maybe the other yesterday, the day before uh, I was um, picking up some dinner on my way home because uh, I had gone with my buddy Steven, who's in town from Seattle. And we grabbed uh, some burritos from this place, Mixto, which is like all they have all like the organic grass fed ingredients, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. of course, it's in Los Feliz, Silver Lake, which yeah. is like a very hipster area. If you're not familiar with the I'm glad you gave the explanation. Los for, Angeles. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, that's a little uh, inside knowledge, mm-hmm. local knowledge, as uh, as the doctor would say. Yes, local knowledge. And I realized that because I've been ordering food from this place for a while yeah. that I had been there years ago. And I had gone there with um, a friend of mine and her, another friend of hers. Uh, and then that friend of hers, Callie, this was like right when I was newly single after I had broken up with like the girl I moved out to California with. Right. She invited me to come hang out and like over at her place. I like went over to her apartment, went in her room and uh, she like we closed the door. We watched Netflix. She had me like roll us a marijuana cigar and, a cigar, uh, that's yeah, classic. A blunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I did. I just watched Netflix and like smoked and was like, yeah, that's cool. We're this hanging is out. cool. And she was like dropping hints. Like, this is like one of those things where I don't know if a lot of guys have this, but I have several of these from when I was like, just in that phase of girls definitely attracted me and I'm totally clueless about it. Yeah. Where it was like they're throwing themselves at you, but in the subtle girl way. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Uh, no, I'm going to eat this uh, yeah. food right now. Now, look, that sort of thing didn't happen to me a lot when I was a single man. And, like, I'm not trying to uh, say that I, I didn't do all right. Uh, you know, I might have my own wing in the Coxman Hall of Fame. I just wanted to make a bad joke. I doubt I'd have a wing, but I'd have a plaque. And <laughs> uh, there would definitely be those times where, you know, you just didn't realize. Like, I, I remember another occasion, at, right after I told the uh, Austin Powers story, I remember... Uh, being invited over to watch Clueless with a young lady. And I love that movie. It's very funny. Uh-huh. And I, I just thought we were there enjoying it. And, you know, she she stopped, like, talking back to me. She, and that makes it sound like, you know, mouthing off. You know, it's like she stopped responding when I would say stuff. And I was like, oh, she's just laying there. Oh, she's not sleeping. Oh, she's stretching. Oh, my God. That's what this is. I thought we were watching a movie at night. And, uh, okay. As much as I like that movie, I'll have to finish it another time. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love Murray saying, actually, I don't even remember what he says now. There's something about like, women, why you be paging me or something? And I, I forget what it is now. And it's, it's that's, you know what? Mm-hmm. That might have been the, no, that's not the last time I saw that movie, but it's, uh, well, because I didn't finish. Well, the movie. Oh my oh. God, I didn't bring the belt. Oh, yeah, thank you. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this whole Netflix and chill thing, I guess it did exist. And mm-hmm. even then, I was just sort of naive about what was happening in some of these situations. But, you know, look, it's uh, it's interesting. And 
I told my wife that what Netflix and chill meant was the, oh, yeah, you hang out and watch Netflix. And all of her, not single friends, but some of them were single. The single ones really knew. But her other friend who had a, just a boyfriend, like, all knew, like, oh, I can't believe you don't know what that is. And then you know, she felt bad that it was because she's been married that she didn't know. I'm like, no, it's just you're. Your husband's 40 and an idiot and doesn't know about the kids, which is weird because, you know, because of After Buzz and The Tomorrow Show, I, I have a lot of millennials around. But I, so every once in a while, I'll check in on on, on slang and things that I'm like, oh, what, what does that mean? You know, that I'll hear stuff. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what on fleek means. And I, I, I'm in too. On, on point. I, OK, Good. but I'm too. See, now I know. But I was too embarrassed to ask Roxy what it meant. She would say mm-hmm. it all the time. And sometimes it was texted to me. And I'm like, I really want to know what that is. But I don't want my Google search history to show me looking up on fleek. Fleek to me is something that you can only use ironically because it's so innately stupid and right. just ridiculous. She might use. be using it like that. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, anybody who's using it genuinely, I'm going to take it as a joke because yeah. I can't take you it's, seriously. Like, if I say that something's solid, yeah, I guess it is a solid thing. But I don't usually, like, solid, you know, with, like, the fist raised. Solid you know? as a rock. Yeah. I don't see how this is going to make people forget that we were building homes in Iraq. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. I guess it's a perfect example. Netflix and chill is just uh, – and if you're listening to the Blackcast right now and, and you – either hadn't heard the term or thought it meant what I did, please let us know on our Facebook page, you know, The Blackcast on Facebook. Please like us. I mean, for God's sake, it's a Facebook page. It, it only exists for the validation of others' opinions of it. So you have to like it for it to live and grow and, and be one with the universe. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to like it, but the Blackcast page needs you to like it. I do need you to follow me on Twitter at Christian DMZ. That's different. I really need that. Interestingly enough, I mean, that's how words like that and phrases like that get disseminated is through social media. Like, I know all that just from uh, memes on Instagram. So you follow any of, like, the meme accounts, and they all are just steal from each other. So you'll see, like, a hundred. That's true. You do you, see a lot yeah. of the same, yeah. Um um, that's where you'll start to see those phrases pop up over and over and over again. And then that's when they become immediate like slang. You know how important memes have become to our lives? And I, I can hear some of our Blackcast listeners typing in what memes are. Uh, it's all right. I, I, I it's only not pronounced Mome. It is <laughs> Mome. Is that I didn't click on it, but I saw that there was a BuzzFeed article where they were very happy. They, they found the woman who started the Kermit the Frog memes, you know, where he's got like the Lipton tea. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of those, you know, and it's a lot of the whole point is, well, that's just absurd. And Kermit is judging you. And I thought about it and I'm like, I kind of want to know. And I was like, no, I can't click on that. I can't find out more about the per Like, what has she accomplished? And I guess I was judging her more harshly than I should because it is kind of an impressive thing. If you're the first one who starts anything that, you know, I mean, how many of those dumb Kermit memes have we seen? Sometimes they, sometimes they're actually very funny. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're, they're dirty. There are things that Kermit would never say except for when he's home alone with Piggy. And that's fine in the context of their weird interspecies relationship. It's fine. That back bacon. (laughs) That back bacon. Oh, no, I, I. I hear Gene from Philly crying that we're talking dirty about the Muppets. I'm sorry, Gene. But, you know, look, 
They, they're, they, the Muppet Babies came from somewhere, all right? Isn't there There's that other frog, like Pepe the Frog, that's like a white supremacist thing now? It started off as the guy who created oh, it just oh, created it for fun, and it yeah. turned into some sort of like white so, supremacy symbol. Yeah, you were talking about something different. Yeah, because you said Pepe, and I thought you meant the King Prawn. Oh, no, no, it's called the like Muppet. Pepe the no, Frog No, Pepe the Frog, yeah. It's a, it's a popular internet meme. I, I've typed it in since you said it. The fictional green anthropomorphic frog with a frog-like face and a humanoid body is originally from a comic series by Matt Fury called Boys Club. And what has happened to it, though, is that he says a lot of uh, racist things, right, is, is what you're saying. Uh, here he is with a Make Pepe Great Again uh, hat. A like a uh, Donald Trump hat. Here he is as uh, Adolf Hitler. I, by the way, I'm not going to post these things on the yeah, Blackouts no Facebook. Thanks. You can if you. Uh, I. It's an interesting one of of Putin as Pepe the Frog. <laughs> so there's Putin a lot, the but that's interesting because it's like that's a character that existed for this guy's online mm-hmm. comic, and then now it's like, yeah, well, I'm going to basically, you know, it's. Again, it's the same thing. How Netflix and chill is just the old inviting a girl back to like see your stuff. You know, it started with a nightcap when you didn't even have entertainment centers. It was like, hey, you want to come back and drink some liquor and put on a record? <laughs> put on a record? <laughs> yeah, no. And you know, look, it's a it's a term that I used on the Dennis Miller show to make Dennis laugh. But uh, I'm going to borrow from myself. Basically, it was Victrola and chill. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's it's like, well, you can come back and listen to the jitterbug, see? Because mm-hmm. everyone talked like that at that point. You know, I, I think we all knew that. Um, and it's interesting because that that character, Pepe the Frog, that actually got Wendy's in trouble. Did you see this? Uh-huh. That Wendy's uh, did a meme that was Wendy sort of as Pepe the Frog, but not realizing that the character had sort of taken on these uh racial mm-hmm. undertones and uh, i didn't know about it until there was an article about it about pepe but, yeah 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 uh and uh you know they deleted it and, and all that but it's it's interesting now i was only aware of it because wendy's has uh, been very funny with their twitter lately oh you're talking about when they slayed yeah. that troll so uh, that, oh, that was just ridiculous slang too. Slayed that slayed troll. that troll. That yeah. sounds. Which are is we like, living in medi- medieval times? Yeah. Well, I I think that a lot of people think we're taught. <laughs> the internet, oh, they're speaking tokenese right now. The hobbits. We've discovered that the internet is actually the dark ages yes. turned into <laughs> like a digital because it's all just like avarice and like inappropriate sin city digital digital. It's all you ever think of, I guess. For me, I don't know. Maybe I'm. No, I look. I don't. I don't think that's you. I, I think it, it, it's interesting. But anyway, so yes, Wendy's slayed a troll, and um, my wife does not enjoy Wendy's hamburgers, um, mostly because at some point in her life, I think we've talked about this on the podcast, she realized that she'd been to every fast food restaurant, at least locally here in Southern California, except Wendy's. So she doesn't go there because she wants there to be the one. Hmm. And I was like, but they have square hamburgers. She's like, I, I don't need that. And I was like, but you'd really like the frosty. She'd like the frosty. Yeah, see, but then. Oh, frosties. Dude, a frosty yeah. with dunking your fries in a oh. frosty is pretty much heaven. And it's something that I, I know she'd enjoy. She just, she just she can't. So I don't go that often, but, you know, that's one of those, like, oh, I'm treating myself to mm-hmm. some lunch or possibly dinner, and I'm going to get my Wendy's on, you know? And so I appreciate some of what they're doing uh, on the twitter obviously they use pepe the frog not realizing that people were going to get upset but 
it was a lot of, you know, uh, what should I get from McDonald's, uh, directions to the nearest Wendy's that started off small, you know. Uh, this was a good one though. Who's got more beef, Wendy's or Soldier Boy? And they said, "Well, our beef is fresh." So you know, they were building, you know, and it, it just continued to get better. Uh, but pe- they were actually, hmm, are they still flame wars? Is that a thing that people uh, call them, or is that is that not what they say anymore? Is that not really flaming? You slay a troll, really, you know? I'm going to Taco Bell. What do I get? Food from the wrong place. So why are people tweeting at Wendy's what they should get from other places? Probably you know? because of that troll incident the other day. Now everybody no, but this is these, these are actually before that. Is oh, the wow. thing, yeah. So That's I don't probably I, just people being a holes. Well, I mean, we certainly we certainly have plenty of that, you know, and. I don't know. I'm not finding the ones that I wanted, unfortunately. But the, you saw you saw what I was talking about, right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, the, where it's uh, the guy who's like, we all laugh at you. Like Wendy's has never. The, you guys always freeze your beef. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, nope, never been frozen since we started in 1969. And he replies back, like, yeah, whatever. Like, you expect us to believe that you transport your beef on hot trucks? And yeah. they say. Uh, how do you transport things that are not frozen but still cold? And he goes, whatever. You'll never beat McDonald's for, uh, breakfast. And they go, don't bring them into this just because you forgot refrigerators yeah. exist for a second. That, that's exactly what it is. And, and you remembered it really well because that's uh, exactly... Yeah, you don't have to bring them into this just because you forgot refrigerators <laughs> exist. And uh, it, it just it went on for a long time, you know? And I just thought it, it was funny. And I think we've we've, I feel like we maybe have even talked to Wendy's, uh, talked about Wendy's Twitter before. So whoever runs it is doing a good job, because I think that uh, they they responded to one of those ones about Burger King with just a picture of a trash can or a dumpster. Or something. <laughs> so it's smart because these brands that people are very familiar with are going to do just as well. But then you're gonna sort of speak to a different group. A different, uh, a different demographic, and you know, people are like oh, that shit's funny, you know, because like if you think about it locally, like Jack in the Box commercials are pretty funny, mm-hmm. and I think that 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 helps with a certain segment, stoners, and uh, Carl's Jr. has pretty funny commercials. Jack in the Box has the best stoner food; it really does. Well, it's all designed, and, and they got a late night menu yeah. that's like shit that doesn't belong together, but will it taste good when you're stoned? And they your- pretend. I mean, they're pretty up. No, 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 they're not up front. But it's very easy to read between the lines that the, this is for stoners, you know, because mm-hmm. there's like, quote unquote, dumb guys that are out late. But we know what those guys are supposed to be. And look, I think it's important to have that kind of uh, outreach. Um, you know, Will Sterling, his uh, one junk food, uh, fast food that he'll go to is, is, is Jack in the Box. Really? So does that mean is he, is he getting high on the side, do you think? Maybe I doubt it. That doesn't seem like him. Hey, but he hasn't. We haven't. Schwarzenegger seen... used to smoke pot. That's all true. The time I've heard ripped. him talk about it. That's true. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah, in that pumping iron documentary or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Jeff, have we learned anything during this conversation? Are we supposed to? No, because we have we <laughs> in in you know more than two hundred plus black casts. I, I don't I don't know that we're supposed to, no. but it was good just sitting around and talking. You know, I think that. There's plenty more to talk about. What should happen right now, you and I should duck out, <clears throat> and after 10 minutes of, you know, just talking, then we'll go to Jack in the Box for no reason. Mm-hmm. We're, 
just because it's time, it's dinner, you know, we're hungry, that sort of thing. Uh, does that sound all right? Yeah. Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Spon- <laughs> but where's our free shit from Jack in the Box? You remember, you remember Will actually did a commercial for Jack in the Box. It wasn't a yeah. commercial. It was like an online, like, part of the app thing. And he was like... I remember he played, like, the muscle head. Yeah, and he would, right? like, he would be there to keep you company while you were eating. Uh, that's actually footage of Will eating a Jack in the Box because of how much he loves it. Uh, but speaking of Will, uh, he and I will be back after this short little break, and uh, we're going to have a very important conversation. One which, uh, Jeff, I think you and I will need to uh, discuss at some point, but I'll tell you about it. We'll let you listen, and then somewhere in the future, you and I can talk about uh, what Will and I discuss right after this. Welcome back to the Black Cast. A uh, very important conversation is about to take place, and uh, there's only one person qualified to have it with me, the one and only Agent Sterling, Will mm. Sterling yes. of the Black Cast. Special correspondent. Yeah, special Black Cast correspondent yeah. to the Black Cast. Yeah. He reports on the Black Cast to the Black Cast. Right, about Black Cast things. Yeah, there's a lot of Black Cast things out there. Uh, recently, as pretty much everyone knows, because I don't stop talking about it, mm-hmm. I recently had the opportunity to sit down with the one and only Mr. Dennis Miller. Yes. And our friend James Brennan, a.k.a. Creepy James. Mm-hmm. You remember Creepy James, right? Love Creepy yeah. James. He uh, asked a question that I, I, I wrote back to him and like, Hold on. Yeah. Slow your roll. We are going to get Great to question, but this is this is like a whole black cast segment <laughs> kind of a question. Could be a whole episode yeah. if we actually well, let ourselves. Well, here's the thing. I want everyone, after we go through this, I want everyone to post on the Facebook page. You can tweet at us, but it, it, you're going to need more characters it's than true. that. It's true. So go out. to the black cast on Facebook and give us your thoughts on this very important conversation. Creepy James wanted us to uh, put together our ideal Avengers team mm-hmm. and X-Men team. Now, Agent yes. Starling, as a uh, hardcore DC guy, not a Marvel hater. No, but, no, but, but obviously you know, more you, of you a... You prefer DC. I yeah. wanted to add a homer, into the mix. as I learned you guys call it. Yeah, we do. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Right. Yeah. By the way, rewatched Suicide Squad last night, the extended yeah. cut. Did not reflect on it as well as I did the first time I saw it. Oh, really? Didn't hate it, but was just like... All right, I saw it again. I think we're done with this. So you don't need to see it a third time. Probably not. Two times was it. Mm-mm. I despise um, Jared Leto. Yeah, I see, fucking I'm, loathe him now. I'm still like, okay I just hate with him it. More. So was there more of him, and it made it worse? Not that this much is, more. This is a. Uh, I just like this the is more, a like you know when you see a movie and then you talk yeah. about it like the week or two after, and yeah. then you kind of reminisce on it a little bit, and then you sure. see it when it comes on DVD like four months later or whatever. It was that, and I was like, God, he's such a pretentious douche. Like, he's such I a mean, method asshole. Yes. I'm like, I want to see somebody have a lot. Heath Ledger mastered the dark, that crazy Joker. We yeah. did it. We only really need to do it the one time. I want to see somebody do a live action, have a fun, not copy Mark Hamill, but do a fun, be, yeah. have fun with it. He I pies mean, people in the face. Nick, he's crazy. Nicholson had fun with it, but yes. not to that extent. But and he I, had more fun yeah. than Jared Leto did. But I've, granted, that was like 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, no one had God. more fun than Caesar Romero, who that? didn't shave his mustache. 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, right. 
50 years ago, Cesar Romero. Well, if it's Cesar Romero. Yeah. Not, no, not I know. Jack 30 Romero. years ago was Jack. In any case, yes. uh, so that's actually interesting. Yeah. I have not rewatched it. That was it. a side note. Did the extra, the extra footage Didn't hurt the film? It was not like Batman vs. Superman. Where, where you felt like it, it, it explained things. It just it, made it, things it, a little bit more. You know what it did for Batman vs. Superman? It made for a richer story. Yes, Batman filled in some plot holes. I, I didn't know that it was people. entirely necessary in Batman vs. Superman, but I felt like, okay. I got more I, of it. Yeah, I got more. Yeah. Now... Suicide Squad disagree. Uh, we were just like, oh, this is the new start. This is the new part. This is the new part. Yeah, <laughs> the new fart. <laughs> this would be great for the new part. Yeah, it's, just like, it's, uh, it's something like, all right, new footage. Yeah. New footage. It's weird, you know. Like, and so you guys were surprised that I didn't like give it like a, a an A because I am a quote unquote DC Homer. You are DC Homer though. But it doesn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's also because DC Rebirth has been so good. Yeah. Comic book wise. Sure. That now I really want to actually see them try to do the comics on the screen. So I think with Batman vs. Superman, I'm like, okay, we, we could finish the dark stuff. Let's just do the comics. Those are pretty good. And they're yeah. really good right now. No, so, that's hey, great. That was a little sidebar. So uh, that's an interesting sidebar, one yeah. that I was not prepared to have. Uh, I have not seen the extended cut. Did you uh, borrow someone's copy of it, or do you have the extended yes, cut? Yes, I borrowed. Yes, I know what you're saying. Someone's yeah. copy. All right, well, I will have to borrow it in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the the same way that I watched the episode of BBC Three's class with mm. the doctor in it. Oh, I borrowed it from someone. Weren't we going to watch the second doctor thing and we didn't? Yeah, well, that's we because we that? had, you know, we were talking about our feelings like talking real men. Guy that talk it was a lot of guy talk. Yeah. And then by that point, which is weird because we talked guy talk without Coltrane. It's true. You know, he's the guyest guy we know. And that's we, right. we did it without him. Uh, in any case, we're getting away from the prize here. That's what I do best. Which is, yeah, well, I honestly... We're the best there is at what we do. That's true. And what we do no ever gonna is, keep us down. hey, I remember something that I wanted to talk about. You know, that's what Hi, we do. I remember Hi, something I wanted to talk Hi, about. Hi, Norm. The cub. So we're going to also do the Ideal Justice League team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to start with that? Because yes, you did say it's, it's fresh super in your mind. It's simple to uh, me, which yeah. is pretty much I'm, just the I'm core I'm going to start because I think, and, oh, and there was a rule for this. I said only six. Because yeah. some teams, like... The X-Men split up into two teams a couple different times. No. Mm-hmm. We're not there's not team one, team two. And you know, there's not like Justice League America, Justice League Europe, right. Justice League South Africa, you know, where Trevor Noah is the only member. You know, we don't <laughs> need that. So it's six members yeah. based in the main HQ for the team. So right. I'm working, you know, in my memory there was a beautiful Avengers mansion. I know there's there's mm. a tower now, but you know, in my mind, that's what it was. In my mind, Charles Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters, you have, you know, other members could be instructors at the school, if right. you like. But for me, six of them should be on the team. Yeah. So we're going to start with Justice League. Yeah. And for me, you can stop me, but I feel like Batman and Superman have to be on the team. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman have to be on the team. Okay, I I, I don't disagree with Which that. Which you're referred to as the Trinity. That's the Trinity, and yeah. I I can certainly agree with that. But you know, just for my limited knowledge, I'm like Batman, Superman, you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the two bigs. I as mean, it were. yeah, you could leave out Wonder Woman if you wanted, but you would be but an asshole be, if yeah. you did. Well, yeah, yeah, because she's pretty much the most important now female DC Comics character. I have uh, I, I've been a little rough on the character over the years and uh, you have been kind enough to loan me uh, I believe oh. 11 issues I have not read them yet okay. I want to read them I actually want to read them in an afternoon I don't okay. I don't want to split it up 11 issues in I did that once read, yeah, it's read, not that hard I read f- hey, 16 Je- comics in a Jeff day Jeff read 400 issues of Uncanny <laughs> X-Men over a Is weekend no, 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 okay, I'm, I'm, I'm lying I wouldn't be surprised yeah but uh, so uh, I'm going to say Aquaman 
Does he need He's to be, be on the team? There. Okay, yeah, so that's course. already four. Yeah, bridging the gap between yeah. two whole worlds. Now I'm interested in who the other two are because I have thoughts, but uh, it's you know when I say it's like the core team, it, like it really is. Like yeah. I don't want to fuck with like what's been established. It's Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter. Oh, is that seven? Oh, that's seven. Oh, no. Okay, Flash obviously makes sense. So wait, who yeah. did you say? Flash, Martian Manhunter, and whom? Green Lantern. We're going to ditch. I'm going to have to ditch Martin. Ditch Martian Manhunter, <sighs> you know? Martian so because much, of the though. fact that, I mean, yeah, those yeah, are... yeah, we get rid of him. You know, I'll so basically, I think, did we just name the Super Friends, unfortunately? Martian Manhunter is not in the Super Friends. No, 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 but the other six, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. But that's the thing, I, but that's the case, that, the point I was going to make, is that the Justice League, even though there's been, like, Justice League Europe and random titles, yeah. Marvel has done a better job at, like, shaking the Avengers up throughout the years and being yes. like, this is the Avengers now. Justice League, for the most part, has just gone in and out of being that core team. Yes. Uh, usually all of them, in some capacity, are included. Like, now the current Justice League is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, uh, Cyborg, two Green Lanterns, all right, but you only get one Green Lantern, that's for but sure. But I'm just saying, like, those presents, yeah. that's all. Because Cyborg is now, he has been, like, f- full-time upgraded from Teen Titans yeah. to Justice League. Frog Thor is not going to be on Frog my Thor Avengers is not on the, he, yeah. He's on mine. Oh, he is. That'll be interesting. <laughs> so okay. is Horse Thor. Yeah, Horse Thor. Beta Ray Bill. He yeah. should be. He's a great character. <laughs> Don't knock Horse Thor. Uh, so those are the six. Uh, you know, it's hard to, you know, because, again, as more of a Marvel guy, those are the six people that I think of as, you know, the A-list DC superheroes are everybody you just said. Yes. You know, I mean, you can make cases for how others are great characters, mm-hmm. but th- that's... The most that, recognizable. You know, as, as our friend Dennis Miller would say, that's the Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. That's the DC Mount Rushmore. And uh, really hard to disagree. You know, right? I, I'm like, who else? I mean, I could plug in a bunch of people that I like just yeah. because it's fun, like right. Zatanna, Hawk Girl. Okay, a lot of people. No Hawk Man. I actually think Hawk Girl is a more dynamic, interesting character. Is that because you're the black cast resident feminist? No, no. I think it's because the Justice League cartoon show did a good job with her character and made her mm-hmm. a little bit more popular in the mainstream. Okay. That like Hawkman just kind of became this like I'm Carter Hall, haha. <laughs> like, a, it's a shame that the girl that they cast as Hawk Girl for the TV show got the boot. I think. Oh. She was bad. She didn't really well, that's act so then, That's why she got I'm the pretty boat. sure that's why yeah. she they left her out of season two because she just wasn't very good. Mm. Um, but no, there, I mean, there's a lot of fun, goofy, like the elongated man. Like, I love the weird, like, over the years it's changed. There's a lot of fun yeah. characters, like Martian Manhunter, obviously. Um, the Atom, I think, is an important character. Cause the I, A-T-O-M, not the A-D-A-M. That's correct. Like, not Captain like, Adam. He's like, A-D-A-M. hey, hey, A-D-A-M. I'm the singer from Maroon 5. How's it going? I'm on, I'm on the team now. <laughs> The Adam Levine. The Adam Levine, yeah. He'd be the great. The A-T-O-M Levine. This is a tiny Adam Levine. <laughs> well, Shrinks and gets in people's he ears. Was, he was shrank by Pym Particles. That's right. From a different universe. Pym, um, Pym I can't... Particle. I think articles? it's... Pym Articles. Oh. I think it's going to be very difficult for people to disagree with those six. Because you you know, you know, said Martian Manhunter should be a part of it. But See, I just said it like he was in a six. Yeah. And then I realized and that was And you realized that there's too many. But yeah. those... Yeah. Those are, those are perfect. Now, the interesting thing about the Avengers is that the movie Avengers is yeah. not really representative of, of the original team. The team. The original team had the Hulk on it. Mm-hmm. And then he quit in Avengers number 2 in 1963. <laughs> so he was not around for very long. I can't do this. I'm too sad. Well, he's not too sad, but he's not really um not a team a player. Team player. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Captain America was not on the original Avengers. Not he didn't show up to issue 4 yeah. because they found him in the ice as popularized, <laughs> recreated in the movies. Yeah. Uh, so the originals who we had were Iron Man, who I think does 
have to belong and who's inside the suit i'm gonna say tony stark however other people have been part of the iron man lore roadie amongst others so uh, i would say tony stark iron man uh thor definitely mm -hmm. now in avengers number one you had ant-man and then later uh henry pym hank mm -hmm. was also giant man goliath yellow jacket and uh, apparently he was also a male wasp at one point and mm. also Ultron. Uh, speaking of the wasp, his wife, Janet Van Dyne, the wasp, yes. was also in the original. I do not consider either of them as essential Avengers members. Okay. So I have Iron Man, I have Thor, of course Captain America. Yeah. I have uh, Hawkeye. Okay. Who joined in Avengers number 16. He... He was originally a bad guy, wasn't he? Was originally a bad guy, exactly. Yeah. And he was originally... He also had... He went by the names Goliath and Ronan. So uh, he got around for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, he was the he was the Captain America of the West Coast Avengers. He was like the, the, the point leader. person okay. on the West Coast Avengers. But... Again, we're not splitting anything up into two right. teams. There's one team. Was Tupac also on the West Coast Avengers? Uh, no, that was the weird thing. Tupac was on the East Coast Avengers, what? and Biggie that, was on the West Coast Avengers. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, that it was a crazy time. That is you know, weird. the '80s. No, nobody knows. Um, I like to think of Scarlet Witch and the Vision as members of the Avengers. Okay. When I read, they were both members of the Avengers. They had figured out a way that they could be married, and mm -hmm. through some. Various chicanery, they were able to have children, which was all retconned away. Mm -hmm. But I remember, I have happy memories of the Vision and Scarlet Witch both on the Avengers. However, not on my team. Uh, Black Panther, however, I think is a great character, is a great representation. Uh, a character who does not really make the cut is the Black Knight. Will, of course, you know the Black Knight, right? Love the Black Knight. Yeah, he you've, gets his all his limbs chopped off you've in the never, Python yeah. movie. What are you going to do, bleed on me? <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the Black Knight? The no. Avenger? Yeah. I know Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight is actually a very interesting character. Mm -hmm. Not an Avenger. So at this point, we have Iron Man. We have Thor. We have Captain America. Mm -hmm. and We have Hawkeye. We have four. I feel like the Black Panther belongs. Sure. And that is five. Okay. And there are a lot of other people who had been part of it. Uh, Ms. Marvel was uh, briefly assigned to the Avengers in the late 70s. I say assigned because I think that they didn't want the character to go away. With jury duty by Marvel. But they were like, there gotta... were whole issues. And I remember because I was reading these after the fact, I was reading these as back issues. There were issues where she was in there. But they, she didn't have any dialogue, so clearly they forgot to write her any. So she's just standing. She's literally just standing background. around. She's just standing around. That's so like the the audio. George Perez like went and drew pictures that she was in, and they're like, "Well, she's not <laughs> in this episode." I took the Hulk out. However, my perfect Avengers roster has She Hulk on it. Oh, because she is she's a part great, for a while. underappreciated character who not only was on the Avengers for a while, she was on the Fantastic Four when Ben Grimm decided to hang out on the Beyonder world, the Secret Wars world. I know a uh, battle world is what it's called. But at the same time, I just feel like she's an Avenger. She's, you know, obviously the Fantastic Four mm -hmm. is Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Girl slash Invisible Woman, uh, the Human Torch and the thing. There's no, there's been other members, but no one else, no one else belongs there. No. 
That's an easy one. Not the um, Robbie the Robot, Incredulous the- <laughs> Bagman, or whatever Peter Parker was for a hot second, where he wore a bag on his head. I love that. Bare when feet. He, we, yeah, <laughs> after he got rid of the uh, black symbiote. Oh yeah, you only know about that because I posted a picture of it. Did you? No. Were you reading about that? I, I saw somebody you know in that cosplay. Yeah. Oh, which is in great a, cosplay in a picture. By the way. And I was like, I, I've seen that before, but I can't yeah. remember what it was. And I read up on it. I was like, Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when he got rid of the suit that would become Venom, right. yeah, he uh, didn't want even his friends, the Fantastic. Fantastic Four, Peter Parker, didn't want them to know his uh, his secret identity. So he went home. <laughs> he, like, web-swung through the city with a bag over his head in a Fantastic Four uniform because he was naked. Anyway, so those are my six Avengers. I think the choice of She-Hulk might be somewhat controversial. I was leaning towards Wonder Man because mm. uh, I... But, see, he I associate a lot more with the West Coast Avengers. Um, and, you know, his name's Wonder Man. So, mm-hmm. you know... Right. Uh, do you have thoughts for six Avengers? Uh, are they th- as popularized in the movies? Do you think? Yeah, of that's those the thing. Is like growing up, there's a couple that I associate with the Avengers from like the cartoon show, mm-hmm. but I never really read Avengers comic books. I mostly sure. just read. I mean, I did read a lot of Marvel stuff as a kid, but I didn't read the Avengers, so I never had like a definitive team in my mind. So it's definitely true that the movies inform that so i will say the like top four just because like that's what i associate with it is captain america iron mm-hmm. man the hulk and thor yeah those so those are four. those four make perfect sense i disagree now. on the hulk only because from the comics he right. was very rarely a member but i only but from the movies but i'm from like the, oh, from the movies he's, in the team. he's an important part right. and you know they're able to hone the power of the Hulk of the in the Hulk. movies where yeah. it makes sense that I wish he was gray. Pretty. I hope he's gray in Avengers 3. I, I hope he's gray and uh, wears a three-piece suit and calls himself Mr. Fix-It. That's a little bit of a deep dive Marvel listeners. I feel like Rafe <laughs> is going to be like, oh yeah, I remember Mr. Fix-It. Right now, he, right, we have his like... <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Only one at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. I read Spider-Man for many, many years as a kid. I still like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Spider-Man on the team. Because Spider-Man was in the Avengers for a while. Yeah, for a while. When I was in high school, leading up to Civil War. Yeah. For like a year or two leading up to Civil War. Yeah, no, I, I and I think that Spider-Man as a member of the Avengers uh, makes sense. Uh, I always, I can't think of him as anything other than the amazing slash spectacular slash web of Spider-Man. Just, okay. you know, like his own zone. solo, book, solo well, yeah. book. But he had Marvel team up. He was teaming up with everybody I'm every not month. saying... I want him to just join a team and not do anything his own. I'm yeah. saying if you, if when we, when we call into the what Dennis couldn't remember is it conch or conch? The conch. Yeah. Uh, the conch. Avengers assemble when you yeah. call that. I want Spider-Man to show up. I think that if he, ne- if they needed his help, he'd be there in a second. I think it's if, and the, it's if the Fantastic Four needed his help, he'd be there. If the X-Men needed his, help, Spider-Man would be there for everybody. It's true. He's your best friend. Case your in friendly point. neighborhood Spider-Man wildly unnecessary in the writing and the story structure of Civil War mm-hmm. but one of the best parts of the movie. Like when you see Civil War yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man's really great in this movie and then you think about the necessity of him in the movie like he absolutely didn't need to be no, in this movie. There's no reason They forced him in because they're making movies yeah, now new There's stuff. no reason that Tony Stark had to go out no, to, absolutely to Queens. Didn't need you it. Know? We didn't need anybody. But he's great. Us. And yeah. you're like oh that just reminds me that Spider-Man just generally makes everything yeah. better. Yeah. So, and, you know, look, I think going forward in the movies, there's going to be a lot of these members that we've thrown around, you know, Ant-Man, but mm-hmm. it's the Scott Lang Ant-Man. And, you know, I think we'll see Black Panther a little bit more. But, uh, again, s- it's it's open to interpretation. Yeah. So post on the 
Blackcast on Facebook. Again, you can tweet us at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do a bunch of them. Yeah. So wait, number six. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had number six. I'm so sorry. Number five. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow. Because I don't. Yeah. Honestly, to be well, to be honest with you, I'm not super well versed in the female Marvel character. I mean, I know plenty of them, like Sue Storm and stuff. Because you're sexist. Other. Because you're sexist. I'm a Marvel sexist. Yeah. I'm now, a DC fan. When we get to the when we get to the X Men, you could put to you could argue. Actually, I could have like an entire. X-Men I was going to say you could argue, and you know what? As an exercise, we'll do that as part of the conversation. There this is go. not our final answer, but I I will first put together. Let me not first. Let me put together the the proper roster. So go through your six again. So of the if, Avengers, of the Avengers. Before we get to the X-Men. Captain America. Yep. Iron Man. Yep. Hulk. Thor. Spider Man. Black Widow. I can't disagree with that because okay. I love Spider-Man, and if in addition to having three titles of his own, he was also in the Avengers every month, we'd be like, great, more Spider-Man. Yeah. No, I don't read these comics now, but uh, uh, so all right, let's move to the Uncanny X-Men. Um, Professor X does not count. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I am not going to count team, him. So it's, it's like his team. We are playing Professor X. Yeah. Who are we going to call? We're Professor that are X. Not the Ghostbusters. And yeah, um, I feel like Cyclops needs to be part of the X-Men. Uh, mm-hmm. There have been more recent stories when he's not. I believe he was dead at one point. I believe he's not dead. Um, you know, I know he was hooking up with the White Queen at one point, Whoa. whatever. Uh, Cyclops is the most important part of the X-Men. Yeah. He's the holdover from the original X-Men. He was part of the uncanny, the all-new, all-different X-Men, mm-hmm. which uh, our friend Jeff Duray at... Jeff Duray. Uh, Jeff Duray. <laughs> yeah, see, he's getting plugs when he's not here. Hey. He uh, read all those issues where the, the all new, all different X-Men. And uh, I think if he were here, he would agree that Cyclops was a very important part of that team. It is very difficult to not have Cyclops on the team. Cyclops is the Captain America of X-Men. Agreed. That's right. You got a ding there for yeah. that. Not because it was a dirty joke, because that's, no. a, that's a solid fact. Yeah. Um, of the original X-Men, he's the only one... And as I start this conversation that I feel like should be in it, there's a case to be made for Beast. But I could have thrown Beast into the Avengers because he was on wow. the Avengers for a very long time. Okay. Uh, during Before X Factor brought the original X-Men together. Where he was in that singing competition? Yes. And he did really yeah. well? Uh, except Simon Cowell hated him. Oh. Yeah, that was terrible for him. <laughs> so the original X-Men were Cyclops, Iceman, Angel, Beast... Marvel Girl. Uh, this is Jean Grey. That's okay. the reason it's why she. Marvel Girl. The reason she ends up being Jean Grey. Yeah. Is because her name was Marvel Girl, and oh. then she was Phoenix, and then she no longer had the Phoenix Force, so She's they went Grey. back, went back to just being Jean Grey, which, oddly enough, her secret identity was Phoenix Girl. I oh. made that up. I wish that was true. Oh, okay. um, you could look. You so, could have fooled me. So the Beast might make it on here, but see, here's the thing. So number two on the list, because of the X Men that I know and love, yeah. Wolverine. He has to be on the team. Of course. Wolverine is definitely on the team. The parents who don't know anything about comics call Wolverine the X-Man. He is the X-Man. That's, That's true. People say. So He's the hottest property. You have Wolverine on the team. You have Cyclops on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's great for storytelling if, if Gene is also on the team. That's However, correct. most of the time when I was reading the X-Men, Gene was dead. Oh. And she stayed dead. Until the aforementioned X Factor. Okay. So it took a little while before she came back. So uh, I don't think of her as an essential X-Men. Okay. She's great. And uh, she's a very important part of, of the story and the history. But for me, I am going to play some favorites here. Uh, I need both Colossus and Nightcrawler to be on oh, the X-Men. Because those 70s X-Men comics... Yeah. That's when they were introduced in Giant Size X-Men. Mm-hmm. And Uncanny 
number 94, which mm-hmm. was not called Uncanny at the time. I have to say things like that because people will be like, you know, it actually wasn't called Uncanny at that point. Um, and the teamwork between uh, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Wolverine, yeah, they, they got to be there. So now I've already, wait, I've got, I've got four already. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is this is where it gets difficult um, because Jubilee takes up both no, of the other two. Jubilee is not She's a part of the but I'll tell you who six. is Storm. Storm has to be. Storm oh, was a member of the X Men even after she lost her powers. She was the leader of the X Men even after she lost her powers. Mm-hmm. She got him back. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, yeah, Storm is is very a very important part of the X Men, and um, I am going to leave rogue out in the cold because this is personal bias kitty pride oh has to be on the x-men yeah well obviously sprite ariel shadow cat she went by all those names yeah um and uh rogue is a great character i think rogue added a great dynamic to the x-men but you know what kitty was there first and as such she belongs now do you have six x-men i do so please share them with our listeners and then we'll go back and quickly come up with our all-female x-men in a moment i have never purchased an x-men issue fair enough of any x-men run red wolverine the solo one for a while Mm -hmm. uh never bought x-men it was always a little too confusing even the cartoon show it took me a while to really understand what was going on spider-man was a little bit more straightforward so a lot of my knowledge of the characters and the ones that i thought were cool come from that cartoon show as a kid and just what i like absorbed from seeing them you're going to say Gambit, aren't you? It's okay. I'm going to say Gambit. He's just, he's a lot of people's he's favorite. He's cool. Yeah. He's very cool. I just think he's stupid that he charges cars and he has a, cards and he has It's not a about great... his power. It's like, it's like he and Jubilee are not that different in terms of their powers. It's true. They're kind of both But lame. think about, you know what he has? Panache. He has panache. He does. He's got a Cajun accent. Yeah, he does. Handsome as fuck. <laughs> not that Jubilee's not cute. No, no, but she's cute. But she's not she's like, not, boom, She's not hot. Like, whoa. Yeah. Jubilee, get in here. You don't have any, you don't even have get any powers. Here. It's like get April O'Neil hanging out with the turtles. It's like, you're not good for anything, April. Yeah. But you're hot. Yeah. So stick around. Um, Cyclops. Yeah. Jean Grey. Yep. Wolverine. Yep. I have Beast in there. Yeah. Because no, look, I, I, I've it, always loved the Beast. Not even, even Kelsey Grammer aside, on the cartoon show. He's a great character. Wolverine and Beast are my favorite character. The uh, blue furry guy that is kind of a brute who is also a Insanely Genius. intelligent. Yeah. It's I just a great love character. that. With it's the glasses and you hang upside down Look, and read books and stuff. It was not easy like, oh, for me to awesome. leave him off my list. But yeah. it, it also goes back to the fact that he was a member of the New Defenders and also the Avengers when I was reading the X-Men. So he was no longer on the team. Awesome. So it makes it easy for me. Yeah. It's why Kitty's on my list, but it's not going to be... It's There's no way Kitty's on your right. list. Uh, she's not. Yeah. So that's four. Yep. Then Gambit. Yep. And Rogue. It's a solid lineup. You yeah. know what? You'll get in, you'll, You know you'll be able to save the world dozens of times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, very quickly do our all female X Men. Yes. Jean Grey first and foremost needs to be there, uh, and you know we're obviously going to be able to use characters from the earlier list. Yeah, Storm mm-hmm. has to be there. Um, people didn't love her in the movie, but uh, Psylocke, I think, is is a, just a very cool. They didn't very love her tough, in the movie. Both times that they used her. Yes. Because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with also her. Also true. And I was upset that Brian Singer even yeah. didn't know what to do with her. Did not know what to do. But um, all those billboards of Olivia Munn's boobs pushed up to her face. Yeah. Probably sold a lot of tickets. Show us your boobs. Show us, let's see the gross half of your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Polaris does not make the cut, 
But uh, that Rogue definitely, that's uh, Psylocke's, uh, sorry, Havoc's uh, girlfriend and oh. wife at some point. Okay. Not worth it. Um, I've lost track now. That's a problem. So <sighs> I Gray. said Jean Grey. Storm. I said Storm. Uh, Psylocke. Psylocke. Rogue. Rogue. I'm going to put Kitty on the team as well. Yeah. And um, see, if I put Dazzler, and it's like, what, what am I doing with myself if Dazzler's not? Why do I hate Jubilee so much? But the answer is, she's not one of the best. Hmm. You know? So I'm pretty sure that, because, uh, yeah, Rogue's already there. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with Dazzler because uh, she's the greatest disco singer slash superhero in the history of comic books yeah sorry go ahead find me a better one <laughs> my my i have a question for my number six because my team is exactly the same as yours okay except for the last one okay so not dazzler no yeah, but, but kitty belonged a, on your all, yes. all female yeah. okay i like that but i have a question because i don't know if this person is actually part of the x-men because this is my only knowledge of her but i always thought she was cool because she's basically like a female human torch firestar Firestar uh, was actually created for Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I knew no, that no. she was part of that, but, but I was thought she, she was, was introduced. Uh, she became canon uh, in Uncanny X-Men number 193 when she was introduced, Angelica Jones, okay. as a student at the Frost Academy, which was sort of the bad kids version of the New Mutants. Like Emma so Fox. it was the, yeah, it was okay. the Hellfire Club's, you know, uh, uh, single A team. Okay. So she was a part of that. And she did get a canon miniseries and all that. So she was, I, I can't say she was never on the X-Men. By my estimation, she was not a member. Probably not for long if she was. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's... Now, a, what yeah. about Emma Frost, the White Queen? She did. did she have a good a period of time where she was yes, a good person. She was a she was a good person, and she spent time. She was dating Psylocke. Psylocke, sorry, <laughs> that's a that's some fan fiction that I'm writing. <sighs> Look, I know Cyclops because Jean was dead again. Poor okay. Jean. You know what, Jean? Just stick around. I would put then. I would put uh, the White Emma Queen. Frost on yeah, that. Emma Frost. I mean, super strong telepath, and uh, you know, and ice. Yeah. Yeah, she does have the, 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 the ice. She's as cold as ice. Yeah. She's willing to sacrifice That's right. her love. I've seen it before. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, highly controversial list. And uh, we will uh, post the lists, plural, on our Facebook page. At Blackcast is our Twitter. The Blackcast on Facebook. And uh, we welcome any and all feedback to this conversation. Uh, but uh, special thanks to Creepy James who gave us this uh, this great conversation yeah. which again you know not for everybody but in general the black cast is not for everybody and if you don't like nerd stuff it's it's probably not for you but even then you know what i said recently is look the black cast isn't for everybody but i think for everybody there's at least one episode it's you true. might have to really dig deep it's true so in any case uh, that's where we're at but we want to know where you're at and of course don't forget where the Blackcast is at blackcast.com and we will see you next time on the Blackcast.